Welcome to episode 29 of Coach Pat Chat. Today I have a very special guest. He's been a Shape America Council Chair and he's also in the Bowling Hall of Fame. Um, he currently teaches PE in New York. And uh, welcome, Jim Hamble. Jim in the gym, how are you doing? I'm doing great. How are you? I'm happy to be here. I'm good, man. As we were talking about, we might go back next week. So that's my life right now. Pretty much just... I have two lesson plans. (laughs) One if we don't (laughs) go back and one if we do go back. And the one if we do go back, I have no idea how it looks because I don't know how to do PE right now with social distancing because I don't want to just do fitness boot camp for a month and a half. I'll definitely start with fitness boot camp because they can spread out, but I want to make it purposeful and educational and that's what I'm trying to wrap my head around right now. Yeah, that sounds like a challenge. Yeah, Uh, the cool thing is at this point, I think we're all used to challenges. Uh, That's true, yeah. We've been challenged left and right every week. Um, you want to touch literacy and just be like, and, and just be like, okay, what, what, and just talk about the health related fitness and sports related fitness yeah. and have them do a little writing and fit, stuff like that. Yeah, uh, I think that'll definitely be an aspect. I might do a one week health unit as well, but I definitely want to get them moving because my kids have been trapped in a, like apartments. Um, some of them haven't even been able to go outside. So, um, as, Same. Long as, as long as the weather is good, I want to get them out. Um, so, why don't we start with your story? Tell us how you became a PE teacher, your bowling career, all of it. Sure. So, I actually, before I went, decided to go into phys ed, I actually wanted to maybe one point go to do law. Oh, wow. So, I went to St. John's, yeah, I went to St. John's University my first year. I wanted to be on the bowling team. Men's college bowling is a little different than... NCAA, but um, oh, long story, it didn't really work out. I didn't really particularly like it. Kind of just didn't really, I don't know, just just the whole idea of St. John's. And, and I was just like, you know what? I had to really evaluate because I was like, you know what? A couple of things that I thought were going to be my my life choices, but they didn't really pan out. So I was like, what would I like to do that I could do every single day? I didn't really want to like sit at a desk. Right. Um, I come from a family of teachers. So that's why I was thinking to myself, what would be fun? And I was like, you know, I'll try phys ed. And long story short, here I am later. Um, I've been bowling since the longest time. Um, And for me, it's just I found it really kind of just fun. I just enjoy doing it. I always wanted to just do it with my father. Mm -hmm. Um, Fortunately, he's passed away, but, you know, I still enjoy doing it now. I just recently started taking my daughter, who's not even two yet, but we went a couple of, like a lot. We went before the quarantine in February, mm-hmm. and we were. It was fun just seeing her do it. So um, bowling is great because if you do certain scores, like perfect games or eight hundred series, you they give you a special part place in the Hall of Fame. So I have the plaques and the rings, and it's. I've just been doing it. That's. I'm trying to hit. I'm trying to get it the more the, the semi-professional level, yeah, regionals. But um, I do it in, when I can. That's great because I can do it when I can during you know once a year. But I mean, obviously, the quarantine has done a lot of different challenges. Um, 
right now I'm working in New York City, living also in New York City in a nice little area in the Bronx. And um, so that's that. I, I joined the talk about the Shape Council. I yeah. So you're Shape Council chair. How did that come about? So Shape is different. The Shape America has different councils that deal with certain like different topics like phys ed, physical activity, health, future professionals. And you could do the enrollment process to anyone listening. I believe in like September and the fall. And you apply and you give your, almost give your resume like you're applying for yeah. a, a position. And like we just did it. We just discussed it's a three-year term. So like every three years, I started in 2018, so mine is up in 2021. So you apply to a different council and you kind of say why, and then you, you get picked different people. And I was put on the physical activity council, which is great because we talk about all kinds like physical activity. Um, this year we've been focusing on like Twitter and social media engagements. Mm-hmm. Um, I became the, 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 the chair not all, just this past September. The past two had stepped down, so it's been nice because I've been able to take the the council in the direction I think is a good one. Yeah, and yeah, and we've built a lot of time because we want to we want to focus on you know you know getting letting the people know that we're there, so this way we can then focus on facilitivity and create different resources for shape for people that they, they can use. And one of the ones we could, you know, jump right into it. One of the ones that we've been talking about, I think we're going to re-talk about in our next meeting, is um, this whole new topic of physical activity and what is physical activity versus what is physical education. Right. That's big for me. So, yeah, that's uh, that's really out. First of all, I want to say congratulations on the Hall of Fame and the council chair. That's an amazing feat. Um, I really look up to that. Um, so what have you guys been talking about when it comes to PA versus PE? Well, I mean, I'm sure everyone has seen like videos and, and seen the, the, if I'm sure you, I forget what his name is, Joe, Joe or something. Wicks. Joe Wick, yeah. <laughs> For some reason, I was confused. I always hear like when I hear I'm confusing with the typing show, but yeah. Joe Wick is America's air quotes phys ed teacher where we've been talking about like it's great that what he's doing yeah what he's doing that he's engaging people but um he's kind of missing the whole educational aspect of it where and i wrote a blog to the same effect but um just to make it educational so just ask just ask yourself the questions which is probably what we're doing already we're like if you're watching and saying oh i don't want to watch it i don't want to do this like why are you not doing it like the like the, the, the questioning parts of you asking like, why, what's hard, what's going on, what's easy, what, what am I going to do differently? Like just to keep tracking parts of it. That's simple ways of doing, of the activity is the moving part, but the education, the physical education is the actual like talking and questioning and, and thinking aspect of it. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I completely agree with you. Uh, I've done a couple podcasts. Uh, I, I don't bash the guy. Like I think he's doing good things for kids that want to get him moving and stuff like that. Um, it really irritated me when he said, like the physical education, PE with Joe, the name in itself is an issue on its own. But once he was getting steam and headway and getting all these millions and millions of views and stuff, he started talking about 
what PE should look like, what our classroom should look like. Kids should be doing 15 minutes of physical activity every day before school, and we should be either cutting down or getting rid of sports and games and play. And that's when I kind of just started to lose my mind on it. Um, I remember you were vocal about it. I remember you said you didn't. Yeah, when I did the around the horn, it was funny because when I was trying to make a point, I said I started with saying, uh, "There's this Joe Wicks guy, and he's doing great things." And before I finished my sentence, I shot saw Justin's face, like he rolled his eyes and he was like, "Oh my God, it's gonna be a Joe Wicks supporter. Why do we have this guy on the podcast?" Uh, obviously, he didn't say any of that, but that's what I read from his face. And then I went on to say, but he's not doing PE, he's doing physical activity. And then Justin smiled and gave me a point. Um, but it was funny because, well, it's not funny, but the issue I have is not really with PE teachers. I don't think many, if, if any, PE teachers are like, oh, I'll just use a Joe Wicks video for class today. I think PE right. teachers know what physical education is. They're doing a great job. I think it's more the awareness of the community. And I don't even think it stems to administration. I think administration, if you have a good product, knows what you're doing in PE and how it should look. Um, mm -hmm. But um, people around the world, like, we've been fighting for so long to get more PE um, regular classes, more I remember a few years ago, I heard a school was doing it once every two weeks. And I thought that was insane. But like, if we focus like, oh, we can just do fitness videos for PE. After this is all over, then part of me kind of feels like, well, everything we're fighting for is being challenged once again by someone that knows nothing, apparently, about physical education. So that's why I got really aggravated. I, 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 don't, I don't think he's a bad dude. I think what he's doing is good for physical activity purposes, but it's definitely not PE. Right. No, and I fully agree because, I mean, you're right about the challenge, but I feel like, I don't know, for some reason, I've always known those challenges, and, 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 and I feel like we can use it as an opportunity to kind of our benefit yeah. because why is he getting so popular? Why is he getting like, why is he getting all this notoriety? Um, what's he doing? That's so engaging right. and not, not, not to dismiss or not to poo poo, you know, the, 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 the what we're trying to get, do and we're trying to gain but almost kind of use it as an opportunity to kind of like see, okay, cool. What's this guy? Like I said, what's this guy doing? But what can? How can we use almost to our gain? And what? Like, how can we set the record straight? Instead of saying, you know, no, no, this is not him. Instead of just building on it, say, wow, this is great, but this is really what it should be. Yeah, and I, I agree with you. I also think like people like you and me and other physical edu educators after they got past the frustration point, are starting to work on that. Um, I had um, Susie Stevens, who works for PE New Zealand, in, uh, well, in New Zealand. And uh, she started, their company started this hashtag called 
ENPE, and that's really taken storm. So they're bringing the awareness back on the educational part of PE, and she's the same. She doesn't bash the guy for what he's doing, but she does make it clear that we need to focus on what the education looks like um, in PE, and that's kind of why I made that e-book e of curriculum models for at-home learning, so we can see how... Oh, that was a that was a great resource. Thanks, man. I appreciate it. But that way we can see, like, because I, I was lost and I was just fortunate because this is my third month of e-learning. So, I, like, I've had on-hands experience with it for a long time. So I could figure out how can we incorporate each model and make sure that the social, the mental, the emotional, as well as the physical is being included in each model. Um, and I got a lot of help from when a a few of my professors at grad school, so I can't take all the credit, but they helped me run with it. So, um, yeah, I think we're all doing the best we can to, um, I'm sure we're doing very good at keeping the education in our classes. Um, and I think we're starting to find ways to, without being completely negative, like I have in the past, um, use it. <laughs> as a positive resource to really re-identify what our jobs are. Right. You've been doing it for three months. I've been doing this, what, six, five, six weeks? It feels like the whole year, man. I don't even remember what a classroom looks like. I just remember we were doing fitness drumming, which I just had just discovered, and I left out... <laughs> <laughs> I love that all my exercise balls. No. Oh. <laughs> so that's going to be interesting to bring them back, to put them wired, or they're just like sitting there. They're literally just sitting there next to my office door in the gym. <laughs> you can't go. Can you can't go in? Oh no, no. So what? Yeah, we had three days to be in, and then I just kind of took everything I needed home. Right. Um, you're thinking about fitness drumming is you could use a ball of an, or even just like my yeah. daughter will just, she does it on her own. She'll just like start right. banging things. Well, she's, she's the toddler. But, awesome. um, yeah, we had a few days. I mean, I, I didn't, I mean, I was just, I didn't really, my head was just, at that time, my head was just trying to wrap around what the whole remote learning thing right. was going to be. Yeah. I get but that I totally. Like, like, yeah. It wasn't really in like, should I clean up or, <laughs> So what is fitness drumming? Let's talk to, about some things you've been doing. So my kids actually, I'm actually redoing it again this week. Um, later on today, I'm going to be going live with my students. But um, fitness drumming, I th for me, it's um, it's drumming. It's the music aspect of which yeah. I actually was, I actually played the saxophone for 10 years. Oh, wow. Um, yeah, so it's the drumming aspect of it. But it's also cool because you can, you know, increase the I'm all for you know increasing and differentiating use those buzzwords, but um <laughs> no because I also have a special ed license, so um just letting students choose so like this week uh like I made a video and then I put some other different videos different quality different different speeds different and then since it's our second time doing it, I put like a forty or twenty or forty minute for this for the older students for a forty and a twenty so it's you know, just following along to a song or you really making like a workout out of it. Right. Almost kind of like, just kind of like going, almost kind of like 
Tabata-ish kind of mm. where you for a little bit and then you change it and then you do it. And you could just drum, you could just drum to a song. You could watch a video and drum to a song. You can make your own. You can also pick your own song. You don't have to do it with a song. And, and the great thing about it is like, I mean, you could use pretty much anything. You could use a, a ball for drumsticks. You could use spoons. I actually have my students spoons. And then when they, they took pictures and send them back to me, they're actually using spoons. And it's the funniest thing. It's actually the really cool. It's funny because it, it's, Seeing them use spoons, but it's actually really, really awesome. That's awesome, man. Thank um, you. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, what uh, what I really wanted to talk to Jim about was uh, he's been posting great things with the different like tech apps and stuff you're using yes. for online learning. So, if you want to dive in to the different sure. apps you've been using and just how you like them, um, stuff like that. Well, I'll give you a little background. It started because we're using Google Classroom, and um, like my students have access. My students have been getting access to technology, so they can. But um, it's really what is going to work the best because um, what's going to work the best because you know we also have I also have classroom teachers so and. I'm doing fewer assignments, but I'm doing, they have to be a little bit longer. So what can I do to best reach it, best reach the students and have them make it accessible so that they want to, A, not just do it like an assignment. Because at first, a lot of the students were just like, oh, what do I have to do? What are the questions? And I said, no, 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 there's videos I want you to try and do and play. So I discovered things like um, Google Forms which really isn't discovering, but it's really great because it, it gives a chance for students to access, access the questions and kind of like I'll list the flow of a lesson so they could do it that yeah. way. And they have Google Documents, all the standard ones, but for students who can't, for some reason, they can't access it, they can't do it. I've also found things like um, Pear Deck okay. and Nearpop. Pear Deck is great because it's an add-on to Google slides which will make it interactive so that when you do a presentation you can um you you it's an add-on it's and all these companies are great most of them and some of them that have usual trial fees or or, or yeah. um, subscription fees rather are, are extending it pear deck is great because you can make take a google slide presentation and you can add questions so you have the question and as you're going through it you can present it with your students and as you're going through it you can, they can answer questions at the same time. That's awesome. Thank you. Yeah, and then with the great and Nearpod is also I just just discovered Nearpod last night, which is kind of the same, a little bit different interface, but it's the same idea, which is great about it because you can let you can list the lesson, and you could you could post it and you could either do it like live mode, where you could do it with students in a in a live kind of session, or you can also do student pace where they could do it on their own. And the great thing about it is that you can also get reports and you can actually, you can end the session, you can end it because you could say, you know, it's not live anymore. Students can answer mm -hmm. and you can actually see their answers. And the cool thing about it is you can actually see the students on either, both of them answering questions at the same time. So if I were to give it to you right now and I was saying, like, type your name, I could see you literally doing it right there. Kind of like, um, there's the iReady program, yeah, which schools have. Yeah, it's the same kind of thing. 
where you can see students do it. Um, I love the open fit. I got to give a shout out to open and shape for the, their resources. I have, I discovered something called um, doing, which is doing it where you could like make a green screen effect. And so like when I did the open phys ed shadow sports, mm -hmm. I put myself at Yankee stadium or, or with the, in the giant background with the giants. Cause I'm a giant fan. Mm -hmm. Um, and you could do it doing, and you could kind of do a green screen effect, which is pretty cool. Um, I bet again, the kids love that. Yeah. Thank you. Another one I've discovered is Screencastify, which is pretty cool, which allows you to, which is cool because if, like I said, because I, for students, you know, I have language learners, or even just students who may not be savvy with that, with all this technology. I It allows me to post, make videos, kind of like what we're doing right now, where I could kind of like, you know, put myself in the bottom. And so the students can kind of see me and hear me if they want. Um, and they can, I can also record video pretty much, any, any kind of video. And then I could kind of publish it and post it. That's one thing that's pretty cool that right. I enjoy. Yeah, screencasting has been super helpful for me too, mainly because, so with my high school and middle school students, um, obviously I teach in international schools, so there's a lot of right. language disconnect. Um, so when we were doing TGFU, I wanted them to take the responsibility of creating their own Google Meet. And then they mm -hmm. would invite me and I'd jump around to different Google Meets. But a lot of them had no idea how to do um, Google Meet. So all I had to do was make a screencast showing them exactly how to log in, how to add people. And I've done the same with like rubrics and stuff. Like, yeah, the rubrics in Google Classroom, but now let's do a screencast where I show you step by step how each part could look. So... Um, yeah, screencasting has been really helpful just for that extra piece of instruction. Yeah, no, it, and it's it's great because, I mean, it's not quite the same as live face-to-face, -face, but it's, I mean, it's good. Like, it's just like even when, even when I, if I'm confused on something, I can watch a, a YouTube tutorial and right. you can find it and you can watch it. Um, actually speaking, you know, of, of like we just mentioned, there's another one I just I just discovered. I actually just became an ambassador. Oh wow! A lot of these, a lot of these things. Yeah, a lot of these let you become certified or ambassadors for them. Um, I, I seem to be the first only physical education ambassador for. It's called Buncee. Okay. You might have seen. I've it's seen it really, on your Twitter. I haven't completely checked it out yet, though. No, it's fine. Um, it's. Bunsy also offers a kind of it's almost in a, in a Google Classroom kind of sense where you could have students sign up and you could have it's almost kind of kind of mini Flipgrid in a sense okay. because you could have them you have the same thing you could make what's really great about Bunsy is that you really it focuses really on the um, presentation side like the presentation side and engagement like I took. Um, one of the things I've made was uh, like when I did the cardio fitness drumming for this week, I took all the videos and I made a Buncey and I took like, if you, if you, if you've ever played Mega Man, mm -hmm. we could play it. Like, so, you know, so I took it and I took the old template and I put each of the videos on it. And if they want to do it, they want to just do the videos or if they just want to have access to the videos and I have to go through like the whole Google form process, they can do that. And 
it's fun. It's really great for presentation. And like I said, you could also do it where you can have students, you could assign students to do it. You can even have them like when you talk about making their own Google Meet, you could even have them make their own video, right. make their own their own little slide presentation. Um, what's great about Buncee is that they have a, a text reader function. Oh, really? So that, yeah, so that if I, so if like, for example, if I said the teaching point objectives, which frankly, honestly, I'm probably the only one reading, but I put it anyway, um, or any kind, like if I write a content explaining like, um, I put Lena Fell's, when I did her the power video last week, but this week I'm using her video on speed, and I kind of do a little explanation. It doesn't translate the video, but it translates the text that I write on top of it, and you could click on it, and it'll translate it. Wow. And it's really good. Yeah, because you could also put it so that you can share, so that like you could rake a, you could leave a comment on it. A lot of these programs are really great because they have the um, functionality where you can see what 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 students and what people are doing. Mm-hmm. Like even like even if I haven't given it to the students, if I post the idea on Twitter, like I could see, oh, 80 people saw it. Like it's right. a lot of this data and just kind of tracking function. But to be honest, a lot of this, I, I do use a lot of this because, I mean, of course I've gotten the questions like, oh, what are you doing in phys ed? Not like in a mean sense, but like, what are you doing? And and a lot of, I, I know the idea is that we want to be accountable and we want to have our students be accountable. And this is a great way to share and kind of keep track of that. And honestly, Frank, to be honest, I think a lot of the stuff I'm going to use whenever we do go back, I could honestly see, see like using um, using Nearpod or using Buncee or using these things to like in, in, the, in the gym or for playing. Right. That, that's, I was just going to ask you uh, which ones you thought you were going to continue with. So um, that's perfect. Yeah, I, I think the accountability thing is great. Um, I'll definitely have to check these apps out. Um, just lately I've been slammed with figuring out what's going to happen next week. Um, I know. And, uh, and yeah, and it's finally, this, this podcast has been what, like two weeks in the making, two, three weeks. I think I've done this for about a month, I think, because originally I started at the beginning three months ago as a student assignment. And then I, I tried to build it up a little bit and then I continued with just doing it myself. Uh, so I kind of stole the idea from the students, but that's all right. Uh, yeah, the podcast, um, it's been fun, man. And a lot of, like my wife always says, you need to slow down. People are going to stop listening. And I was like, well, I don't think they'll stop listening. They're just people who want to listen will listen. They'll catch up when they catch up. And uh, I really did it because I want to talk PE with people. Like it's really actually a selfish reason that I started the podcast. I was very bored. Um, my wife is uh, trapped in Thailand because there's no flights out. Um, so I'm by myself. Uh, she's fine. She has an Airbnb. Um, and it's cheap, so we're not losing tons and tons of money. Um, but it like it's given me time to connect with people like you. And um, it, it's Great. really been helpful for me in keeping my sanity really right um so yeah i I like what it's become i I don't need it to grow into anything big i'm never going to click the option for advertisements because i i'm not doing this for money um i'm doing it to learn really like i talk a decent amount on the podcast but i i usually try to let the other person talk so i can learn 
No, that's great. And that's what's cool because I feel like it's bringing us together. We were talking about before, kind of alluding to it, but this is kind of bringing us all together and making us think about what's important, kind of really, really evaluating. Yeah, but for that's sure. The reason Thailand, that must be, that must be tough. Yeah, um, she uh, she had uh, thyroid surgery. She didn't. It wasn't. It wasn't cancerous or anything. It just needed to be removed. And she's fine. Okay. She's fully recovered. Um, she she's the tech director, so she's able to work from there easily. Um, so I mean, she's working all day, all night. Well, not all night, but late into the night, um, trying to get things organized for when we go back. But uh, she's she's a strong like she's very independent even when I am around, so um, <laughs> she's fine. Uh, we we FaceTime, short little FaceTimes like five or six times a day, um, so we still see each other. That's good. Yeah. I mean, and worst case scenario, I'll meet her. Back in the States in the summer, which is only a month away. Well, a month and a half. Well, hopefully the sooner the better. Yeah, for sure. Um, since Vietnam's getting lighter, I think she'll be able to come back soon. That'll be that'll be Yeah, I don't even have words. That'll be that'll be great. Yeah. Totally, but I have been very productive, um, ebook for sure, and all that crap. Shrug podcast <laughs> around, which is every Thursday. Right. A little plug. Yeah, uh, around the horn was fun. Um, I couldn't make it last week, and I, I have to go this week because I don't know if I'm going to be able to do it anymore. Because I'll be in school when you guys are doing it. If we go back. Right. So I, I will tell Dave and Justin I'll be there this week because this might be my last one for a while. That's right. Yeah, well, I've been doing it for a few weeks. It's fun. Yeah. It's something, it's because it gets something to look forward to. Yeah, and I like the competitiveness of it. <laughs> yeah, it's, um, you ever seen that show on yeah, ESPN? I, I grew up on it. It's really. Um, yeah, and around the and, and uh, PTI. Yeah. Yeah, um, I just, um, my other friends just started the po another podcast, and it's called uh, Pardon the P.E. Interruption. So uh, people are definitely <laughs> taking off with the old school ESPN ideas, which I love. Old um, shows, what is, it, what is it, old shows, I kind of stole those ideas, so why not? It, it's a right? good idea. Yeah, and... I'm watching the Bulls documentary, and I wish they would just give me them all at once. Well, of course they're not going to do it like that. I know, but I just finished both of them tonight, and I loved it. I heard it was awesome. Yeah, it's uh, each episode is an hour, so it takes some time to get into it. Like You need to have that time, but uh, since I'm riding solo right now, i got plenty of time, and yeah, it's yeah. been entertaining, and it's kind of brought me back to my childhood because that's what I watched when I was a kid. Well, yeah, <laughs> oh, it was like larger than life back in the day, right? Um, so uh, thank you so much for 
helping us understand the different ways to use tech in um, PE without at-home learning. Um, in the description, I'll definitely uh, link your Twitter in there. Is there anything else you want me to put in there? Um, I could put the apps you mentioned. Sure. Okay. I mean, I'm more than happy. Just, just I'm more than happy to answer questions. Um, I wrote a blog about five ways to add physical to, to add education to physical activity. I had to check out that E in the PE hashtag. That sounds yeah. pretty good. Um, and I really feel like a closing words or whatever. I just feel like you know I'd be happy. But the great thing about it is I feel like so many people are ha happy to help, especially myself. And there's really no right or wrong. Right. It's just what works best. Like one week, I'm like, oh, the kids like Google Form. But next week, I might want to use like a Nearpod or a Pure Deck or yeah. a Buncee might, you know. Um, it's good to have a consistent routine and you want to try to do But like, I mean, the more you have it, your, you know, in your repertoire, in yeah. your toolbox, <laughs> I think, it's, you know, it's just good to have. Yeah, for sure. And I'll, uh, I know what blog you're talking about, so I'll link that blog in the description you, yeah. as well. Um, all right, Jim. Well, I know you and I had to reschedule this a couple of times if things are crazy, but thanks for being <laughs> yeah. patient with me and uh, coming on the podcast. Thank you for having me. I'm, I'm glad we finally got to do it. Yeah, I know. Awesome, man. All right, uh, everyone. Thank you for listening. That is episode 29. Thank you, Jim. Thank you.